is Jonathan Nato, and I'm a blind guy. My name is Hamad Zaidi, and I have a physical disability. And this is Limping on Cloud Nine. It is. Jonathan, how are you doing today, man? Good. Everything's going well. That's good. That's good. Today we're going to do something really odd, but even more odd than what we're used to. <laughs> today, today is going to be the Billy Joel episode. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I love Billy Joel music. And just in case people are wondering, no, I do not know Mr. Joel. I've only met him for about four and a half seconds in a really awkward situation, <laughs> which I'll share later, but I don't know him at all. So let me just start with uh, how this all began. Mm. Can I do that? Yeah, definitely. When I was in fifth grade, I won some prize at school. I can't remember what it was, to be honest, but it was at some fall carnival at school. Okay. Right? And I got to pick an album because this is pre-CD days. Right. Right? So I got the Xanadu soundtrack. Okay. <laughs> From the movie Xanadu. That was filled with really cool ELO songs, you know, Electric Light Orchestra. Yeah, yeah. And it had some Olivia Newton-John songs. So, of course, I win this thing. I, I run home, right? And I'm just so damn excited to show Dolly, my older sister, that I got a rock album, right? Yeah. And I come home. And I go, Dolly, Dolly, look, look. And I show her this album, and she's like, Xanadu, are you stupid? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? This is awesome. And she goes, you got a free album and you chose Xanadu? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. And she goes, you really should have got Billy Joel's Glass Houses. Much, much better. Mm. Right? And then I'm like, huh. So then she had, eventually she got a copy of it. So I listened to it, right? And I'm like, God, this guy's really good. And then after I really loved every single song in that album, she goes, that's not even his best album. Check out The Stranger that came out two years earlier. Mm. So I listened to that and I'm like, this guy is a genius, right? So growing up, I always wanted to see Billy Joel in concert. Mm. Flash forward several more years. Now I'm 14 years old. Billy Joel is starting to come to, to Kansas City. I think it was in the Nylon Curtain Tour. Okay. And I'm like, Mom. And I, I just started hanging out at Tiger Records, right? Yeah, yeah. But back then, this is pre-Ticketmaster. There's no electronic tickets right, at all. Right. So as you remember, because I know that you have friends that were in rock and roll and, and, and you've been backstage a lot. As you remember, back then, each record store would be allotted certain tickets. Right. So I go to Tiger Records and I'm like, can you get me tickets to Billy Joel? And they said, you know, we can get you section 119, which is the first section on the lower level to the left of stage. They're beautiful seats. And I go, but can I get on the floor? I really want to see this guy. And they go, well, Hamad, if you really want to be on the floor, you got to do what everybody else does. You got to, like, sleep on the sidewalk, <laughs> right? <laughs> but, but the tickets are going on sale on a school day. So I get home, and I'm like, Mom, Mom, can I miss the first two classes at school? Because <laughs> I want to sit on the sidewalk and get Billy Joel tickets. And she's like, 
absolutely not. You're like a C student anyway. No, absolutely <laughs> not. You're not missing any more time than you need to. And I'm like, Mom, but it's Billy Joel. And she's like, I don't care. I don't know who this guy is, but I don't care. So then I tried, you know, I tried to find ways to sneak around it, maybe tell her I hit the bus, made the bus, but di- but didn't and yeah. sneak over to Tiger Records. Yeah, right? yeah. She caught wind of my plan. So the night before, my mom, and I love her to death. She's an awesome, crazy woman. My mom comes to me and she goes, I know what you're going to try to do tomorrow. I'm not going to let you do it. But what I'll do, I will sleep on the sidewalk for you. What? And I'm like, she did. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And she goes, just tell me when I have to be there. Do I, I'm not going to go at midnight. That's crazy. But my mom took a folding chair right outside Tiger Records at like 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Man. And sat there and got me tickets, right? Wow. It was awesome. So it was second row seats. I'm pretty sure I went to that concert with Patrick Martin, who's still my best friend and was my best friend uh, then as well. Um. That was 1982. I saw him again in Kansas City in 1985. Mm. That was the, uh, I think, the Innocent Man tour, which was also incredibly awesome. But here's where the story gets really fun. Remember, I, I know I've told you, and I know I've said it on, our, on this podcast many times before, that I moved to California six weeks after I came back from Nebworth. Yeah. When, when Gary told me in Nebworth, England, hey, listen you got to drop everything and chase your dreams now while you're young or you never will. Yeah, right? yeah. So I moved to California on August 20, 1990. However, what I realized when I was putting this podcast together, the last thing I did on the East Coast is I saw Billy Joel in concert at Giant Stadium on August 19th. Nice. Which was like... I mean, it's, it's, I love the guy's music anyway, but to see him with 80,000 fans on the last night that you live on the East Coast, it was like this perfect adios New York. Yeah, yeah, see, totally. You know? Yeah. Which was an awesome, awesome, awesome feeling, right? And it was an incredible show. It's almost like he wrote, the set list for me because it wasn't every single hit. It was a lot of hits and then some like B sides. Yeah. That, yeah. That I loved to death. So my send off from the East coast was Billy Joel. Right. And then something else I realized that ties into yet another podcast that you and I have done. Remember the podcast of when I dropped everything um, the next year and got an F on the midterm to go to New York to yeah. see a concert. Yeah. I know when we did the podcast, I'm sure I mentioned Billy Joel because it was Don Henley and a bunch of friends, but yeah. Billy Joel played that concert too. Yeah, he did. He did. You know, it, it was a Walden Woods concert. It was Sting, Billy Joel, Don Henley, Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. It was just an amazing show. So all these key points in my life, and and especially like two or three of the podcasts that we've talked about, He's always involved, right? Yeah. So when I was a kid, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a dreamer. So when I was a kid, 
I was, I was like, I'm going to meet that guy someday. You know, I said it about Billy Joel. I said it about every every rock band I've always loved. Yeah. Right. And, and I said it about Julian Lennon. With Julian, it came true, and him him and I are, are still good friends. And um, but with Billy Joel, I never met him. Right. Yeah. And then I think it was 2007, Jonathan. I I think it was 07 when Shaheen and I were at the Super Bowl in Miami. Right. Yeah. yeah you did talk about that. That's the one when it rained, right? That's when it rained. That's yeah. when Prince did the halftime show. Yep, yep, yep. Right? And and we, we saw Purple Rain sung in the rain. Right? Yeah. But another thing about that show, I'm 99.999% sure that was the year. But we had really good seats to the Super Bowl. Our seats were actually, like, right above the the floor, right oh. above the field. Oh, it was, man. It was oh, awesome. So the bathrooms used that we got to use were actually right on field level. They weren't on, obviously not on the field, but they were field level. Yeah. Like super low. And man, Billy Joel did the, uh, the, um, the national anthem that year. No kidding. So here's what's funny. Right before the national anthem starting, I tell Shaheen, I'm like, you know what? I want to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom that's on field level. Who is urinating right right next to me, Come man? Come on, don't tell me Billy Joel. Billy Joel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and obviously you're not going to strike up a conversation where when a guy is, is draining himself before he sings the national anthem or, or shake right? his hand. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's the weirdest, most awkward situation. And I, and I, again, this whole situation with Billy Joel at that moment was like four and a half seconds, right? Yeah. He, I looked at him, he looked at me, and I'm like, hey. And he's like, hi. And that was it. That was my moment, right? And I didn't want to say, excuse me, sir. I know you're trying to urinate right now, but I'd like to tell you how much I love your music. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's just kind of weird, but... I've seen him in concert many, many times, in addition to those that I mentioned. I think he did a tour with Elton John once or twice I saw at, at the Rose Bowl, which was incredible. Mm. But uh, it's kind of funny. The reason I wanted to talk about this is to talk about my last night in New Jersey before I moved to California. Yeah. That was my intention, but it kind of melted into... Billy Joel, because I, he just kept coming up in different key parts of my life. Yeah, that's funny. You know? Yeah. It's kind of wild, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird. You know, it's funny. Um, I, I think he's still touring, because his music is incredible. It's really, really good. I'm surprised. But- I'm surprised, like, yeah, I mean, you have, like, the, you know, self-control. Like, you've even said before, like, yeah, you know... It, it's nice to like kind of you know bump into or meet these famous people, but you're like I never asked for autographs or anything like that. I mean, if you were someone else, that other person would have been like all over them, like oh, Mr. Joel, uh, you're awesome, you're the best, you know. Yeah. Here, yeah. Here, here's here's you know, can you sign my arm or something? You know, like they would it would have been really weird. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't gonna be a guy like, hey, Billy. Can you just pee on my shoe a little bit? I'll never wash it. I'll never wash it. Right? <laughs> but, but, you know, I respect artists, whether it's musicians or writers or, or filmmakers or any kind of artist, right? Yeah, yeah. 
but I'm not starstruck. Like, like you just said, I love meeting people, but I'd rather have uh, lunch with Billy Joel as opposed to just get his autograph. What's right. an autograph going to do for me? Nothing. Right, right. No, exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Hey, have I ever mentioned why I don't like autographs? Have we talked about no, that? No, actually, we never have. Really? Yeah. I never told you that story? No, no. It's probably not a long enough story to be its own podcast, so I'll just slide it into here. Yeah, yeah. But my mom, when I was growing up, my mom managed a 7-Eleven for many years, right? Yeah. And my favorite baseball player of all time, still to this day, is George Brett. Oh, nice. Right? With the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. And I was Brett obsessed. I mean, that's like the short list of, of people that would really get me to say, huh, Wow. You know, I really wanted to meet that guy. Yeah. Which which is interesting because before I tell you the story, I'll tell you this. A dear friend of mine who's a film producer and a tremendous attorney, Christopher Olson. Mm. Years ago, when I was shooting the Limping on Cloud Nine documentary, yeah. you know, the, the one that bashes my life that at some point I'm going to actually finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's been shooting for 17 years. Years ago... Chris Olson contacted George Brett to get him to agree to be in my movie for three or four minutes. No where kidding. the whole, yeah, and 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 I think Brett agreed. We never set it up, but he agreed. Man, and and, and he want. I don't know if he'd still agree, but we were gonna like play catch. The whole thing was, can George Brett play catch with Hamad for two or three minutes and give Hamad marriage advice? That was the whole thing. That's right? funny. <laughs> but Man. then we changed the focus of the movie, so it didn't make as much sense. Yeah, which yeah. is why I d- which is why I didn't pursue it. But but getting back to why I don't like autographs. Okay, mom managed a Seven Eleven. One day I was with dad, my father, uh, going to pick up mom for some reason. I don't know why she didn't have her car that day. But as we were waiting her to finish her shift. Right? Yeah. We we were in the store waiting for her to wrap up. And what do I see? Who do I see? George Brett. He walked into the store? Yeah. I mean, he, lives in, he lived in Kansas City at the yeah. time, right? Yeah. So he walked into the store, and I turned to my dad, and I'm like, Dad, George Brett. That's George Brett. Right? Yeah. And, and I, it was instinctive, right? I, I, just want, I just wanted to run up to him. Yeah. Right. And, and get his autograph, like grab the pen out of my mom's pocket. Or actually, my dad probably had the pen since he's an engineer. He probably had a <laughs> little pocket pocket protector. Right. Yeah. But I, I wanted to grab a pen and get him to sign anything, like get him to sign my cherry icy cup or something. <laughs> right. Just as I started to make a move toward the counter to talk to George Brett. Yeah. My, my dad grabbed my left arm. Right. He grabbed me, stopped me. He wouldn't let me do it. And they turned around. And I'm like, Dad, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? That's George Brett. And Mom's checking him out. He's going to leave. M- Mom's like, you know, ringing him up. He's going to leave in like 10 seconds. And, and my dad grabbed my arm and he goes, I don't care who that is. And I go, Dad, that's George Brett. And he goes, yeah, and you're Hamad Zaidi. Don't you dare lower yourself to anybody. Hmm. And that was it. Wow. And he's like. Don't you lower yourself to anybody. You're just as good as he is. Man. 
That's pretty cool. And I was like, you know, and at the time, Jonathan, I was pissed. <laughs> I was pissed. I'm like, what do you do? Dad, I'll never meet him again. I will never meet him again. You know? And, and, and I haven't met him since. No but kidding. that little moment is the reason I don't care about autographs at all. Yeah. And I, and I, bet, you, and I bet you when people, you know, I'm, I'm sure other people do it too, but I'm sure like these famous people probably appreciate that you're not like, oh, can you sign this? And blah, blah, blah. Like, it, it's kind of, I mean, you know, granted it comes with the, uh, you know, the, the arena that you're in, if you're famous. But I mean, it's got to be nice to meet someone that's just not like, that talks to you like you're a person, which which is yeah what, yeah you know that's which totally what, which is what you do you know. Well, I mean, my whole thing is the second that you ask for an autograph, suddenly you're bothering them. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Totally. You're invading their space. Totally. Yeah. Because right. So what's funny though is is I have had autographs. I mean, but you know what's funny is I get an autograph, and I care so little about it. I've lost every autograph I've ever gotten. Yeah, yeah. I actually, uh, <laughs> probably about, whew, it might have been five months ago or so, maybe a little bit longer. I went to, uh, I lived pretty close to a guitar center before I moved. And there's this, oh. uh, and, you know, Dave Mustaine from the band Megadeth. He he uh, mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. part of Metallica before they you know before they actually recorded and all that. Well, he I I've always loved Megadeth, and Metallica. Those were like my huge, you know, favorite heavy metal bands. And he was go- actually going to be at that guitar center right like right down the road from me. So a friend of mine picked me up and we went, and uh, I got to shake his hand. And I was just like you know hey Dave you know your music got me through some pretty rough times when I was younger. You know I lost my sight in a car accident and everything. And he's just like, wow. And so he, he gave me a signed, you know, poster. And, like, I you know, even if I could see, I, I don't think I'd really care. I, I kind of feel the same way you do. Like, you know, they're, they're people, and I don't want to bother them. I just wanted to shake his hand. Like, I, I just wanted to be able to shake his hand. And, yeah. uh, you know, so I, I brought the poster home, and I, like, put it on the kitchen table, and, like, my kids, like, spilled stuff on it or whatever, like, within minutes, and it was ruined. <laughs> and I was just... Well, <laughs> That's pretty funny. You know, the only autograph that I think I still have, and your 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 story about uh, Dave just reminded me, is in 1984-ish, maybe? Maybe it was early 85, but at another record store in Kansas, in Oldland Park, Kansas, called Peaches Records, I think. I think it was Peaches. Mm. The the band um, Asia mm. was signing, you know, was signing their album. Yeah. And you know that was like a, a, a very short-lived supergroup with yeah. with guys with guys from Yes in that band, and they had that big hit "Heat of the Moment." Yeah, yeah. Right. So the deal was, I knew the song, but I didn't really realize at the time that they were from Yes. You know. Yeah. And all I heard is that Asia is going to be signing albums at Peaches Records, but you had to buy the album, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I felt like I was betraying Tiger Records, right? But I, I, <laughs> but I went to Peaches, I bought the album, and I get in this long line, right? Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to be there because I don't care about the uh, the. I love the album, but I don't really care about meeting them that much. And they're all sitting behind this table, all with sharpies. Yeah, yeah. And it's my turn, and one I can't remember who, but one of them looks at me and he goes, "Hey, kid." You want our signatures? And I'm like, 
I guess. <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> I remember one of them like, what do you mean you guess? Like they were just so blown away, so blown away that somebody wouldn't just come to them like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, right? right I'm like, right. yeah, yeah, I guess. And they all signed it, and I still have that vinyl album today. That's I still funny. have it. That's funny. <laughs> but I still have it because I still have my vinyl albums from Tiger Records. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, that, that one wasn't from Tiger, but I have my album collection yeah. from Tiger, and it's in the collection. That's why I still have it. If it wasn't signed on the back of an album, then I wouldn't have their signatures. Yeah. No, I hear you. Like I said, I, I, just, I just wanted to be able to shake his hand and... And just tell him what his music meant to me at that point in my life. And I felt good enough about that. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know what? A memory and a shared experience with somebody that you really like or respect is worth infinitely more than a signature. Yeah, I think. no, totally, totally. You but, know? Yeah. If you want to interject some more, I'd love to hear it. But on my side, that is a story I wanted to tell today. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really met many, you know, like famous people i guess you would say i mean i'm i met like all kinds of musicians famous could be you could that's you know in the eye of the beholder i guess <laughs> with, with some of the bands that i met but you know like the, right sure this one guy that i met you remember the commercials for dunkin donuts where the guy said time to make the donuts oh of course of course the guy wakes up at like they wake him up at 5 a.m yeah. and time to make the donuts yeah, yeah i met course. that i met that guy in the hospital he visited me when i was in newington's children's hospital uh <laughs> after, <laughs> after i got my car accident <laughs> and, and and my wife to this day still makes fun of me she's like you never met that guy i'm like i did i'm like if i was gonna make up meeting somebody why would i choose that guy you know like <laughs> That is really funny. I know, because I don't even know. I don't really remember. It was because I, I had two phases of being in the hospital, and this was the second leg of the phase where I was almost home. So I was more, you know, coherent and, and all that stuff. And it was around Christmas time, so I don't know if he was, like, there. I think he was there just kind of visiting other kids and stuff because th th that part of the hospital is, like, trauma, you know, trauma kind of victims, trauma, you know, stuff that's happening right. to kids. So I think he was just kind of visiting around the holiday time and, Saying hi to kids or whatever. You know what you need to do, Jonathan? Is that guy still living? Actually, no. He passed away. Oh, man. That's yeah. sad. Because yeah. I was going to say, if he's still living, we should reach out to him. And you should say, hey, dude, can you leave the voicemail on my... <laughs> can you do the greeting on my cell phone? No, totally. <laughs> where, where people call me and they're like, time to leave a message. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Very cool, man. But yeah, yeah, so that's it for me. So if you guys want to check out uh, the podcast, subscribe to it. Follow us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. You can also check out 59 Seconds of Cloud9, also on LimpingOnCloud9.com, along with iTunes and Google Play also. Check out ToysAccessible.com, where you can buy toys for children with all types of disabilities. These toys meet the needs of these kids, so they can also have an awesome time playing with toys. Check out ToysAccessible.com. Yep, and if you want to email us, please reach out to us at info at limpingoncloud9.com. That is info at limpingoncloud9, the number 9.com. And everyone, thank you for listening and downloading. We'll talk to you next episode. See ya. <laughs>